Hey guys, it's Antiquated Ideas again. And so I figured I would continue with, with what I was discussing about um, how going green a lot of times um, is actually not that effective. And really, um, it's destroying the environment as much as we think it's conserving it. And so actually, uh, since I pretty much shat on that yesterday, today I wanted to look at some alternatives. And so I wanted to start out by saying that it's really important to move away from resource-heavy and toxic batteries like lithium-ion. And one of the main points of the episode today is actually going to be about batteries in a way. Now, I am going to be talking about some alternatives um, to lithium-ion, and thankfully, people have been doing quite a bit of research um, into alternatives to lithium-ion because it is recognized as being pretty detrimental to the environment. I, I mean, I think, you know, that's not the same way it was even five years ago where now most people recognize that lithium-ion is not good for the environment. You know, it's relying on fossil fuel to produce it, which defeats the whole purpose. And at the same time, it's not very recyclable. I mean, it doesn't, you know, you can't just throw it out into a fucking field and expect it to not harm the environment. Um, granted, you probably can't do that with anything, really, but... Um, the negatives far outweigh the benefits, but they're still popular today because they hold a lot of energy, they can discharge energy quickly, and the infrastructure is there to use it. And I think that, that really they're so popular because they rely on a fossil fuel infrastructure. So... Like when I said, you know, if you go to plug in your electric car and you're charging your electric car, well, that electricity has to come from somewhere. And nine out of ten times, the place that that electricity is coming from is using fossil fuels or coal even, you know, to, to burn and create the energy for electricity. And, you know, we know that that there's a ton of pollution that occurs during mining, especially because it has such long mining times. And so it's not even just the pollution from the vehicles itself. It's the pollution from when they leave water sitting around for, you know, half of a year to a full year, if not more. And like you've seen in China, um, animals will start drinking this water and die or it'll seep into the ground and ruin the soil or into rivers and start killing fish and it becomes this whole ordeal um there's a ton of politics involved in it which is not something i'm going to get into today actually believe it or not for once um and then there's also just the the damage that's done to the earth itself from mining you know these huge mines that we're digging these huge fucking holes in the ground pulling shit out of the earth and you can't just fill it with dirt and expect it to you know be paved over and it's fine that's not how it works so um you know like the 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 batteries themselves i mean even 
they can be reused to a certain degree, but because the cathodes inside um, start to degrade over time, that means that they're less and less and less and less efficient to the point where they're, you know, putting out less energy than a battery that you would put in your TV remote or something. Um, now, one of the, the plus sides to it is that people have been trying to fix this, and one of the major... Um, solutions that people have come up with so far is uh, technology that uses bacteria basically to reclaim the lithium um, and make that easier to recycle. Granted, of course, using bacteria to effectively eat the battery and shit out the raw metal, um, that takes a lot of time. So it's not really something that's incredibly viable at the moment. But Um, In terms of batteries that are actually um, being developed at the moment, you have things like, um, excuse me, uh, you have, what do you call it, like uh, bioelectrical chemical batteries or whatever the fuck they're called, um, that basically they use that same premise of using bacteria um, and it creates, I I mean, I'm not entirely sure how it works. Because, you know, I'm not an electrical engineer or anything. Um, Interesting fact, actually. um, My father uh, worked for Chrysler. um, And he, in the 80s and the 90s, I mean, um, he was on a team developing batteries for cars. So that's some pretty interesting stuff. And it's something that really got me interested in this whole topic um, of batteries and how I genuinely think that batteries are the future they're a good way to go and that's something i'll get into um but yeah you know thanks thanks to him for that um very interesting stuff actually i I like hearing his stories um but yeah i don't know how this fucking bacteria battery works but basically i guess uh, it says that they can technically the the bacteria could reproduce but i'm not sure entirely how it creates energy um there's also aluminum batteries like i know um aluminum graphite is one that's being played with right now um and people think that aluminum graphite is a good alternative because aluminum and graphite are both much more abundant they're easier to both reclaim and mine and so the recycling process would be a lot less harmful, a lot easier, and so the mining process, theoretically. Uh, as well as, supposedly, I mean, right now, uh, they say they're at, like, half the ability of a lithium-ion battery. And so that's the problem with most of these battery alternatives, is that um, a lot of them haven't been developed to the point of being as efficient as... Uh, lithium-ion battery is, which unfortunately is a bit of a problem, but it's something that people are overcoming, and again, that's, you know, it takes money, and it takes time, and that's the unfortunate reality about any of it. However, there is one that has been around for a long time, believe it or not, Um, think Zeppelins on this one, and that's hydrogen. Hydrogen is not necessarily a battery, although it can work in conjunction with a battery. And it's really a fuel alternative. And I think that hydrogen, once it's once the infrastructure is developed to create hydrogen, 
I think that it will be absolutely the future. I mean, one of the driving factors, you know, if not being, um, if not being an absolute uh, renewable source, you know, um, then I think it will be a long-term kind of maybe like a stopgap or something um, in which they can use it, you know, like I said, in conjunction with batteries and start powering lots more things. But let me explain hydrogen and why I, I'm pretty into it. Um, and actually, Toyota has hydrogen cars at the moment. Um, granted, they don't have very many. And uh, it was brought to my attention um, by another one of the Inwoods guys that... Uh, there is actually a, a community of people in California pretty exclusively um, that use hydrogen cars, um, which which very interesting, actually. So um, it's it's something that's being done, although it's not it's nowhere near a final stage of completion and polish and and so on. And Toyota is still developing it. And again, it requires time, money, you know, set up the infrastructure to, to pay scientists to do research. But anyway, so here's the benefits to hydrogen at the moment. Um, it boasts almost zero emissions, which is a huge plus, especially for people who want to cry and fucking complain, saying that, oh, your, your petrol-powered cars are ruining the environment, when in reality there's a lot more ruining the environment than just cars. I think cars, yeah, they're a concern, but, you know, I really don't think that they're as much of a concern as people make them out to be. Um, but hydrogen, when it's burned, it produces two things as a byproduct. Heat, obviously, and also water. Now, water um, is being its its major byproduct, I think, is something that's very usable. And NASA actually has been experimenting with uh, treating or refining the water made uh, by burning hydrogen, especially for astronauts to consume. But, you know, if you take that one step further, then imagine that um, people don't like their cars, you know, I guess, like pissing on the road or whatever. So let's say you develop like uh, a bladder or something that, that I know it sounds fucking stupid, but uh, something that this water would collect into. And you could send these off to treatment centers or something, you know, you just leave them out like a fucking garbage bag. I don't know. And people would come pick them up and you send it to a treatment center and then, you know, that water can be reused and maybe it could be funneled back into the system you know and used um for your shower water and your sink water you know your home um or turned into drinking water as well maybe also used um for indoor uh like hydroponic systems uh something like that now hydrogen also uh, boasts that it can be produced using any renewable electrical source now this is where you kind of run into problems with it too is because unfortunately uh with with these renewable electricity sources um you know like solar and and wind and water and yeah um the problem is that again the the infrastructure is just not there and that's why i think a lot of people are afraid to invest in hydrogen although 
and you know don't take financial advice from me of course obviously not but i think it's something worth investing in because i really see this becoming a major competitor in the future especially to regular fossil fuels and more importantly a competitor to lithium-ion batteries because they're so fucking awful and hydrogen is one that makes the most sense in my opinion now again you know people are always hesitant when it comes to something new and a lot of people say oh i don't want to i don't want to advance the technology and shit like that um so that's it's kind of fucking stupid but those are some of what's inhibiting it um coupled with a battery though i mean it's it's more efficient i think it's like 50 percent more is 50 to 70 percent more efficient than lithium-ion batteries um and coupled with a battery, it charges it much faster than uh, lithium-ion batteries, which can take hours to charge. So, like I said, the downsides to it are namely that it's expensive. It's pretty. It's relatively slow to produce, um, and it also one factor contributing to that is that it's not as developed that, as it needs to be. Um, in the system, electrolysis that that's used to create hydrogen um is pretty energy consumption heavy and that also adds to why people are not investing i believe um also it's highly flammable you know zeppelins so that's an issue that's something like the storage of it and um how it's used is something that needs to be regulated pretty heavily because you don't want another Hindenburg disaster. So, I mean, I, I, you know, just imagine, uh, how bad it would be if you fucking crash your car into a light pole and it straight up explodes. Um, you know, talk about the Pinto being a bad design, Jesus Christ. But that, I mean, hydrogen's the one I really wanted to talk, talk about as a major alternative because when I imagine this view of the future, I don't imagine a future without technology because I think that there really there's no going back at this point. I think that we should limit the technology that we use. I mean, if you think about the basics of, of uh, conservation, you know, reduce, reuse, and recycle. Okay, so the first step is reduction not using as much energy so that also means not using as much technology i mean yes to a point you know technology does make sense because things like computers are infinitely more efficient than people are so having them in place to do certain systems for people does make sense but at the same time you also never want to undervalue people and that's a delicate balance and that's you know one of my key points is always balance 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 because it's so hard to find balance and harmony between anything i mean people have had a problem doing that for thousands of years you know they can't even balance out their own emotions so how is it that people are going to be able to balance out technology and nature and all these other things to take into consideration? But I don't think it's that bleak because with the right mindset, the right goals, and the right leadership too, and that's, you know, that's me speaking as an eco-nationalist, I think that 
it's very possible to integrate technology. And the guy that I was talking to, um, who is the leader of, you know, this Innerwoods group that, that I've been helping him with and developing and so on, um, he said to me that his opinion is that technology should work for people and not have to overcome humanity. And um, actually, let me, let me find the exact quote because I, I really liked it. He said, quote, I believe that technology should work for the betterment of humanity, not the destruction of it. And I could not agree more with that saying, because that's exactly how to sum up my vision for the future. And it's really a problem because people think that that technology needs to be the be-all, end-all when it's not. You know, there's obviously so much more to life, and you don't want to destroy the world that you live in just because... Oh, technology for the sake of progress and science and technology. No, it's become like the new religion almost, which is a huge problem. But at the same time, it also is very useful. And then again, that's where that balance comes in. So I think that, you know, this talking about batteries and these alternatives to lithium ion and hydrogen as well, um, I think the batteries are the future because they really eliminate the waste of energy um, that comes from consuming things like fossil fuel, like the non-renewable energy sources. And it allows you to store them, you know, because a lot of times if you're just, if you're using, say, um, hydroelectricity to power your lights in your home, then hydroelectricity or even solar is a better one because if it's directly powering it you're relying on something that we yes it's renewable but it's also dependent on a number of different variables and so when it's not able to produce electricity then you're relying on fossil fuel and that's where batteries come in and that's that huge second step of the, the three R's to conservation is reuse. Because I think reusing is the one we really need to focus on, reusing everything. You know, um, especially this, this transformation of energy into different things, how we can reuse it. And I, I think I've talked about it in a previous episode. Um, something that really excited me was this idea that was proposed, I believe, in the Netherlands... Um, for having some of your public utilities, um, like, like, uh, street signs and street lights, you know, things like that. Um, the lights for them being the electric, the electricity being produced from the mechanical energy of cars driving on the road. I think that's really ingenious. It's a good way to reuse and promote, um, you know, that's quote-unquote green living, and that's sort of what I'm envisioning is finding every single way possible to incorporate these these major um, reuses of energy. So, and that obviously incorporates batteries because they're a way to store and reuse energy. Um, look at the KERS system and F1 cars, you know, for like regenerative braking. 
I mean, that shit is insane. It's so smart. So that's a lot of things that, that I really agree with. I mean, I think that obviously the focus should be on getting outside and, you know, having more plants, you know, protecting the soil and the nature and everything on the earth. But when you do actually get into the technological side, it is pretty interesting because there are a lot of ways to, to better humanity. Um, and not just from a selfish point of view, not just from a progressive point of view, you know, not just from a monetary point of view. Uh, there's a lot of ways like talking about hydrogen and, and batteries, you know, if imagine if all of a city's infrastructure was run off of renewable resources and you had very capable batteries that have long lasting lives so that you can store all this energy and power public works i mean you know talking about whole infrastructure systems like um you could power hospitals power lights you know um you could power fucking whatever else you need to all the the public works like i was saying i think that it's 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 very important to look into things like that and find you know like that idea from the Netherlands of using cars to generate energy to power public works because they're already going to be driving on roads. And in cities, you know how many fucking cars? You get thousands of cars on a road in a day, you know, going up and down. And that really, it's an untapped potential at the moment, I believe. And there's a lot of those, you know, just waiting to be discovered. And again, you know, I'm not much of the uh, type of person to know the details of something like this. Although I definitely should get more into the details. And, and I've done my research for you guys um, on this one at least a little bit more than I usually do. Because it's not all theory. So there, there is definitely some factual basis to it. Um, quite a lot of it, I mean, really. But it's something to think about, it's something to consider, and it's something to look into for the future, because there's so many alternatives out there, we just have to realize and look past the shitty ones that we're using at the moment, and that's why, you know, in places like Babcock Ranch down here in Florida, I mean, they're fantastic, they're a huge step in the right direction, the only problem being that solar panels take up acres and acres of land to power everything, and even more for the batteries to store it and you know so that that stuff kind of sucks but we're making progress you know it's getting better uh and it's worth considering i think even if you dislike technology i think that it's worth considering that in a lot of ways technology will allow us to conserve nature even better than we already are so think about that um, you know the usual stuff. Thanks for listening.